Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. I am all in. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Everybody, Scott Patterson, I am all in podcast one on one interview with Ricky. Lindholm, Ricky played the role of Juliet for four episodes, 2005, 2006. She also appeared in season three as a student at Stars Hollow Higher. First appearance, season five, episode 15, Jews and Chinese Food. Last appearance, season six, episode 19, I get a sidekick out of you. Her character, Juliet, is friends with Rosemary and the girls hang out, the Life and Death Brigade crowd, and sometimes spend time just with Finn, Colin, and Logan Huntsberger. A little bit about Ricky, very interesting resume. Uh, she's an American actress, com- comedian, writer, producer, voice talent, and musician. She is also known as a singer and songwriter in the comedy folk duo Garfunkel and Oates. Uh, after making a television debut in 2002 with minor roles in the series Titus, Buffy the B- Vampire Slayer, she guest starred on Gilmore Girls, this, also the CBS, CBS sitcom The Big Bang Theory and the HBO series. Enlightened. She co-created and starred in the Comedy Central period sitcom Another Period. She voiced a recurring role of Kimberly Harris in the Fox animated sitcom series Duncanville. And in 2022, she starred as Dr. Valerie Kinbot in the Netflix comedy horror series 
Wednesday. Uh, Lindholm made her feature film debut in 2004 film Million Dollar Baby as Mardell Fitzgerald and went on to star in the comedy horror films such as Hell Baby and The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Uh, she also had supporting roles in the films My Best Friend's Girl, Much Ado About Nothing, The Lego Batman Movie, Knives Out, King Tweety, They Listen. 2007, she formed Garfunkel and Oates with actress Kate Micucci. She wrote and produced and starred in an epiphanous television series on IFC, which aired for one season in 2014. And let's bring in Ricky. Thanks for being on. We're excited to have you. You were, Thank you for having me. How'd you get your start in your career? Um, well, the same way I got my role on Gilmore Girls, which was casting director workshops. Mm. Do you remember those? I never they've, they've did. outlawed I never, them. I never did those. Well, I'm from a town of a thousand people, so yeah. I knew truly nobody. I didn't know a dentist here. I knew nobody. And so the only way I could meet anyone was uh, by doing these workshops, which it really makes me sad that they're not around anymore because mm. I don't know how people can get in the door otherwise. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I don't know either. How do they do it now? I don't know. No meetings, I, no casting sessions, no nothing. Nothing. But yeah. I did um, a casting director workshop with one of the associate casting directors, and they were talking about how to get a role on Gilmore Girls, and they said, you just have to talk really fast. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I already do that. I talk mm -hmm. so fast. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> always tells me to slow down, so I was like, ooh, this might work for me. Mm -hmm. um, and then he brought me in, and I played, I think it was like student number three or something, years years before I played Juliet. I was like a different, I, I had like two lines. And then three or four years later, they called me again, and I had another audition for a different character. And I was like, "Do they know I was already on?" <laughs> I was like, mm -hmm. "Well, I'm I'm not going to mention it." So um, I mm. came back, talked really fast. Right. So you appeared in season three as a girl in a classroom. Then in season five, you come in as Juliet, one of Logan's friends. Yes. So did you have to audition for Juliet, and did they bring you back in and give you uh, that character? I like it just got another audition. Yeah, I auditioned okay. again. Right. So I auditioned for like the student. I was like sort of bullying Lorelai. I'm like, didn't you get pregnant as a teenager or something? <laughs> <laughs> and then they thought of me again and brought me back as just a different person. And I was really grateful because I've never played two characters on one show before. Right. Have Had you been a fan of the show before you came on? I'd never seen it before I did that workshop. And then once I did that, I was like, I feel like I could be on this show. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, I love this show. <laughs> right. And then I was like, oh, I really hope I'm on the show. Um, so when, when we first, in, when we're first introduced to Juliet uh, as the friend who won't eat because she doesn't want to gain weight, which is, that was, a, right. that was a really funny scene. Thank uh, you. That was at Jews and Chinese food. Uh, very, very funny. Well, what'd you think when you got the script and you saw the part and you had to play in this episode? This is going to sound awful. I thought I wasn't going to get it because I was too large. That's where my mind was. I was like, I'm not thin enough to play someone who won't eat. I just thought there's so many thinner actresses that I wouldn't that I wouldn't get it. And then I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm wrong. I just sort of put that own that barrier in my own head. Um, I don't think that I'm large, but I just was like looking around the room, I guess, and was like, mm, I don't know that this is mine. But I thought it was very funny, and I was excited that I got it. Right. Um... So what do you remember from that dinner scene with Matt, Alexis, and the rest of the crew from the Life and Death Brigade? Did it take a um, long time to shoot those dinner table scenes? Oh, so long. Usually take forever, yeah. I was stunned. I remember that I went last. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember that I went last. And I think by the time I went, 
Alexis had to like go to get like she'd she'd been there like the whole time and then she had to go get like ready for the next scene or something. So I remember um, acting toward an ex when it was all the all the people and then she was like a taped ex. Right. But she, yeah, she like had to leave for something. It wasn't like she's like, I won't do my lines. She wasn't like that, but she had to go. Right. By a the green time ex I- on a stanchion. Yes. Pole or something. I've acted with uh, green X's on, on stanchion poles before. Yes. Yeah. Some of my best scene partners, uh, by the way. <laughs> I know, right? Some, sometimes they're better than the scene partners you get. Like, not uh, on Gilmore Girls, but <laughs> not on Gilmore Girls, but um, on others. No, but I remember just like loving all those people. It was so fun. I was just like, I was just thrilled to be there. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're really enjoying the light, life and death brigade. We really enjoy all those guys, and uh, really, really enjoying Matt Zukri and what he did with Logan. And gosh, he's good, isn't he? He is. He's so smooth. God, he's such a good actor. He makes it seem very effortless, uh, and it, I'm like, oh, he is crushing this scene. He's just man. I know mm-hmm. he's so smooth at the door when he came to her door, and they just, just all these lines just flying out of him so easily, and it's just mm-hmm. all so thrown away it's just great i love it's so good isn't he funny oh god he's funny i loved like hanging we actually all hung out in real life a little bit oh you did yeah because you know we were all like in our 20s with you know not in relationships and with nothing to do so we're like let's go drink somewhere or whatever (laughs) so um yeah we hung out like a handful of times and they all came to see me in a weird play that i did in culver city Oh, that's nice. Yeah. They supported you. That's really good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They were. And then Alexis and I actually made a short film together. Is that time. right? Mm-hmm. Huh. It was like, yeah, it was, gosh, when was it? I think it was, no, it was right. I, mean, I think it was before the writers, the 2008 writers strikes. Maybe it was like 2006 or seven or something. Uh, yeah. Around there. It was when it was very hard to make shorts. Eight. Now people can make them on their phones, but it was very hard then. <laughs> oh. But we did it. And what was the name of that little film? It was called Life is Short. Life is short. It's like yeah. Film. So and it was with me, Alexis, and Seth MacFarlane and Sam Levine. And can it, can we see it? Is it is it out anywhere? Is it on DVD? Is it? You on, know, it was. Well, it's it? just a short film, and I put it on YouTube, but the, there was just all this unlicensed music, so it immediately got taken down. Oh yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> But I didn't. I mean, it was. I don't. I didn't know. You know. Right. I wasn't trying to. I don't know. I didn't have. I didn't know that you couldn't use that stuff. Yeah, you got to pay the Rolling Stones. Yes. Yeah, you yes. Do it. Can't pay Randy Newman. Oh, no. You got to pay the estate. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing. Um, all right. So you have. Um, oh, did you know your character was coming back in season six? They tell. No. No, I had no idea. So that had not surprise. happened to me before. So, yeah, I was, I was super excited that I got to keep doing it. It was just fun. It was just a good vibe and everyone was kind of in the same place in life and it was just fun. Right. Right. Uh, so you've been in so many iconic shows. Do you have a favorite character that you got to play? Um, I think my favorite character was my character on Pushing Daisies. I <laughs> just did one episode of Pushing Daisies. I think it was like the second episode. Right. And I got to play this like bulimic car salesman <laughs> and that doesn't sell it very well, but it was very fun. I don't know what it was. I was just like, I just had to play it and I was just very excited about it. So maybe that, mm-hmm. um, but I guess it could change depending on the day. Uh, What's your favorite character you've ever played? Oh man. Um, I think the one I'm playing now. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm doing a new series called Sullivan's crossing. 
Um, oh, nice. Yeah, and he's just, you know, he's got a lot of, uh, there's a lot going on in his life. And, Is it a comedy or drama? Oh, no, 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 no. It's, 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 a, it's a rom drama. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm not part of the ROM. I'm, I'm, part, I'm the DROM. I'm part You're the of the DROM. Got it. <laughs> so it's a, like I'm estranged from my daughter, and there's all kinds of issues and past. There's a past. There's a whole thing which comes up. So it's, 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 it's really my favorite so far. Oh, that's um, awesome. And, of course, Luke, because it was. Well, of course, Because yeah. it's, you know, that's Luke. Oh, I know. I should have said Juliet, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to redo on that? Hey, who's your, who's your favorite character that you? Um, Julie or student number two on Gilmore Girls. Right, actually. I like mean, that one Luke much too. more. I mean, yeah. I can't. I mean, it's just like <laughs> these amazing characters. Nothing could even come close ever mm-hmm. nope, in the never. history of the universe. As long mm-hmm. as we, if we'd be acting millennial, we, yeah. it would be this. Thank <laughs> you uh, for clearing that up. <laughs> Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime, and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off, and I need something that works fast. That's where Astapro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray, and it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have Lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. So you play a therapist in a very popular Netflix show, Wednesday. Yes. That was a dream job. How did you get that part? It was unreal. Not that, like, well, I, did I sound shocked? I shouldn't sound shocked. How did how you can, get that part? Yeah, see, then it would have sounded <laughs> shocked if you said, how did you get Why did they cast you? No, I got that part because it was, um, it was during the pandemic and everyone's, you know, just taping from home. Right. And I didn't know exactly. I was trying to, I read this, um, just like the couple scenes and I couldn't quite get the tone. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is, what is, I was like, is it a comedy? Is it a drama? And I talked to my manager and she's like oh it's actually wednesday adams because in the script i think the character was called willa or something and then i was like oh okay got it got it and so i was like what w- what would drive wednesday adams the most nuts i was like what would she hate the most and so i was like i wore like pearls and white and my hair like curly and i was like she'd hate this and so i just had that in my mind mm. and um i sent a tape and then didn't hear anything for like four months or something right and then I was like, you know, you forget about it. And then my agent said, well, you're in the mix for this thing. And I thought I was going to test or something. And then I just got an email that said, oh, Netflix approved your tape. And I was like, oh, OK. So I thought, all right, well, then I'm in the next round or whatever. Right. And then my manager a few days later is like, so you're ready for Romania? And I was like, what's what are you talking about? And she's like, well, you got that part. And I was like, that's how you told me. Well, <laughs> like, your, your agents really need to work on their... Uh... <laughs> I mean, that's like a celebration. You know, I was like, I need like a a woohoo. Take you to lunch and hey, let's celebrate. Yeah, exactly. I guess not during the pandemic, but. They sent an email saying they approved your tape. Yeah. And then she (laughs) just kind of laughed. She was like, oh my gosh. How do you tell a client they got a job? (laughs) No, she was kind of like, oh, that is. No, she just laughed when I pointed that out. She's like, yeah, that isn't very. um." She's like, well, it's exciting. And then I had to move to Romania like a week later and I moved for seven months. What? Yeah. So. What was, a gig. Yeah, it was the best. So what was, what is Romania like? It's like Okay. So it's beautiful, everyone's very nice, but it's also very different. Like I remember my first day on set, I just went in to get a COVID test and there was like a little COVID tent and the nurse was smoking a cigarette inside the tent. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh god." And she handed the cigarette to the PA, did my swab and then put the cigarette back in her mouth and I'm like, "Okay, I'm in a different place (laughs) this is like a slightly different culture (laughs) but it ended up being just an amazing experience and the cast got really close and i got to travel all over europe because i basically had one scene an episode only in the therapy office i wasn't in any special effects or anything so i just got to leave and go everywhere and i've never been to europe without jet lag you know where it was like a 45 minute flight to greece i'm like well so you so you went where tell me where you went where you went oh my gosh i went all over greece i went to sweden i went to paris i went to italy i went to the arctic circle like in finland what um yeah no i just went went everywhere arctic circle yes yeah (laughs) i went like i saw the northern lights i went dog sledding i camped out in this igloo no i was on my like eat pray love i was like i will never be have this much free time in europe where i'm like just so close to everything and i was like i need to take advantage of it and so i just i and I'd also been sitting in my apartment for a year because of COVID, like everyone else. Right. So I was ready to 
see the world. You were ready to party. I tell yes. You. <laughs> yes. That is yes. And they had a baby coming when the show was over. Okay. So I was like, I need to live it up before he's here. Because <laughs> I knew that my life would become, you know, more sedentary once the baby came. So I was like, I need to... Oh, you out. you personally were were having yes. a bit. Oh, okay, yes. okay. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I got to see everything I can. <laughs> oh, man. But now you have all these great. Do you have a son or a daughter? A son. Oh, how old is he now? He's sixteen months. Oh God, what a yeah! I, I have a nine-year-old, and there's not just nothing. You better. do son there's or daughter? Nothing, son. Nothing oh, better. There's nothing. Isn't it the best? Every day is magic. It's magic. I and, totally agree. Yeah. It's just, I, I, people warn you, they're like, uh oh, blah, blah. And then I was like, this is great. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's hard, but like, honestly, so is being on Gilmore Girls. That's right. Hard. Right. You work, you know, 15 hours a day or something. It's just like, it's hard, but it's like, yeah, it's incredible. It's you know, so worth it. If you work as a team and uh, you pick up some slack here and there, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's wonderful. The whole thing yeah. is magic. I mean, the way they grow in little ways every single day, and you can see it. And he's he's so sweet. He's got so much hair. It's like (laughs) he's got like a like this huge mop of curly hair. He looks like, you know, Annie with brown hair. He's just like it's so cute. He's oh, he's so sweet. I don't know. I'm so yeah. I'm so in love. Yeah. No, me too. I, I I just. I, you know, I the, the couple of times I've had, he's such a good kid. He's such a good-hearted, big-hearted kid. And and the few times that I've had to discipline him, it just crushed me. It just killed me. <laughs> I had to just leave the room and break down, you know what I mean? But you got to do what you got to do. But Yeah. Uh, but, man, you know, it's like you've got that kid's heart in your hand. And, oh, man, I, I love being a dad more than anything. It's it's yeah. that, You know, that's my favorite role. Yeah. And it is yeah. not a movie. No, it's, yeah, but it's insane. It's I, I. It was the best year of my life, hands down. Like, yeah. there's what what compares to that? Like the birth of your first child, the best job ever, yeah. traveling Europe. I was like, just this is. I was just like, while it was happening, I was like, I can't believe that this is what I get to do. Oh. I feel very fortunate. May we live in interesting times. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, did you know when filming? uh wednesday that it was going to become as popular as it has become no nobody knew nobody nobody knew no no not because it was so far removed like we were just you know in bucharest and it was COVID. it was just it it was just such a um it was so far away from everything we and we couldn't um see the other scenes so because of COVID, the, the protocols you know we'd travel in our own little car to the set and it was like an hour away and you're in your, you're just so quarantined. And then you're back to your hotel that I could, I never saw the big picture. All I saw was my therapy office. I'm like, mm. hope it's good. I don't know. You know? And <laughs> it's a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah, and then I would go to Greece, you know? And so I'm like, I, and we all hoped it would be, but we, we truly, we just couldn't see any of it. Right. So except for our own scenes and it's hard to be objective about your own scenes right. yeah, or how they're going or right. how they look or, Right. You know, right. and it obviously it had, you know, Jenna's amazing. It had a great script, great directors, like the whole thing. It had a lot going for it. And the sets that I saw were beautiful. The costumes were beautiful, but you just never know. But some PR came out a few months ago about how her, her work schedule is beginning to really wear her down. 
and that, she, that she didn't there was some some speculation that maybe she wasn't returning or she was trying to get out. is any of that true and have they resolved those issues is is the show still on is it still on yeah They're still I shooting highly, it? uh i highly doubt that's true i'm sure she's returning that mm-hmm. that would surprise me she loved playing wednesday everyone loves jenna she was the captain of the ship she was incredible mm-hmm. like you cannot find someone in the cast who's not obsessed with jenna she's so awesome mm-hmm. she's like i can't i can't imagine that being the case i i i didn't actually hear that i was like oh i i'm nope. sure she's i'm sure she's exhausted i mean right now she's filming beetlejuice and she's doing scream and you know she's kind of everywhere doing snl but um wow i would be so so surprised if yeah. that was the case yeah. I, she just loved playing that character Boy, I tell you, the media, man, they really, uh, when they get their fangs in. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even, wow. It's funny. I didn't even hear that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like all these uh, entertainment headlines. Wow. One day. This is why I don't think it's true because the cast is like all gossips with each other about everything and Mm. no one said anything to me about that. Mm. Because people would have been panicked. Like, oh, are we not doing it again? Or. Um, So there's definitely season two. As far as I know. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I think it's going to depend on the strike more than anything. Well, sure. And we find out tomorrow. I know. Yeah, we're going to find out tomorrow what's going on. Yeah. Right. I'm all it's, pins and yeah. needles here. Are, are you still on the Wednesday? Are you still on the show? I don't know yet. Because okay. my character my character dies in the show, but like we don't see me get buried. We don't see. So I don't know what they have planned for season two. Okay. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. So let's talk about your famous comedy duo, Garfunkel and Oates. Where did you get this idea from? This is obviously a Simon and Garfunkel, Hall and yeah. Oates, and you decided well, it was, I went to see um, Hall and Oates at the Hollywood Bowl, and the, and I was in the very back. I had terrible seats, and so you have to look at the screen. And the camera guy like didn't realize they were a duo. So it would just be Hall alone and then Oates in the band. Just like he was only in these wides. Really? And I'm like, this is just kind of funny. He just was the, it was just the filming of it. He was so second banana. And then, um, you know, I also love Simon and Garfunkel. So we we just like thought the name was funny and and kept it. And then of course we found out, oh my gosh, I found out two years ago that it was a Simpsons joke years before we came up with it. And I was like, well, everything's a Simpsons joke. It was like, it was like Nash, Oates, Garfunkel, and something. Yeah, it was some sort of second <laughs> banana super group. Right, and I'm like, well, right. well, oh well. <laughs> so you're a singer, songwriter, you play play guitar. You, yeah. You, you yeah. We do songs. comedy songs. Right. And then we write songs for, you know other people we write songs for animated movies and tv shows and things like that we wrote a song for big bang theory and you know a bunch of good stuff and yeah i just love writing songs it's the it's the best i do too i've written a ton of them that's really i I spent uh i used to spend a great deal of my free time writing songs yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. it's a lot it's time consuming it's like a whole but but you don't i don't notice the time going by when i'm doing Mm. it you know i just don't know my wife says uh are you coming to dinner? I said, what do you mean? I started right at lunch. Just six hours just went by, you know? Yeah. Um, wow, really? Yeah, I get in a zone. I I guess I get in a zone a little bit, but it's painstaking for me. Mm. I don't have an effortless ease about songwriting. I'm just like, I, I like, yeah. But are you writing songs for yourself? Well, I write songs for the, yes, I write songs for our band to perform. Well, we, we do. And then we also write songs for other people. Like we wrote a song for the Lego movie, you know, we, you know, so else. you're so you're actually selling songs to productions. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good for well, you. Well, it's an interesting. It's been like a a pretty um, well traveled route. Like a lot of comedy bands suddenly get jobs writing songs for legit things. That's just like a lot of comedy bands have done that. Really? We're like, oh, we're like, oh, we want to do it. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, the first people that called us were the SpongeBob movie, and then we wrote a song for that, and then. Because they, they saw your your down. your comedy work. Mm-hmm. They saw a song that we wrote called "The Loophole," which is easily the dirtiest song we've ever written by far. And we were like, "That's the song that made you hire us." And they're like, "Yep." And we're like, "Okay, this is going to be fun." <laughs> <laughs> and they were very cool. It's a really, really, it's a dirty song. <laughs> huh. You know, I'm supposed to go to Nashville and co-write with some artists down there, and I've never done it before. I've never co-written and I'm terrified. I don't know how to do it. Um, really? You've never, you've never done the, it's, it's so fun. I've never done a co-writing session. I, I think God. I did one once and I just didn't know what to do. Right. Cause for me, it's just sort of getting an idea and hearing something in my head and then getting it down and then lyrics come and. Oh, so your melody first. Uh, 
yeah. lyrics first. Mm-hmm. 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 Not vocal. I think it's I think it's easier when you're lyrics first. Because then people can sort of picture uh, the melody together. No, but. I the words come from the the sounds. Oh, the okay. words come from that's the last thing that comes. Um, I think most people are like you. Our stuff is all like punchlines, and so the words have to come first. Yeah, they gotta come first. But you, no, no. So, but sometimes it's it's an idea. It's a couple of words put together. Mm-hmm. It's like what makes that melody sound right, and yeah, not a lot of words can fit into certain sounds. Right. And a lot of times they don't even make sense and I don't care. They just mm-hmm. sound good. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of songs. I feel like I feel like collaborating on a song on a song is like dating. Like some dates will go sometimes you'll have like a lot of chemistry and you're like, oh, this is so fun. And sometimes it'll be like, Yeah, that was, was nice to meet you. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll totally finish that song someday. You know, just, <laughs> Like, I think it's just like that. Right, right, right. right. So who are your big influences? So uh, uh, Simon and Garfunkel, Hall & Oates, who are are your other influences? My biggest influences is, my two big influences are Weird Al and Stephen Sondheim. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, our stuff is very just like, it's like musical theater. Gotcha. It's musical theater with jokes. So it's not really actually, I just like Hall & Oates and Simon and Garfunkel. We don't actually sound like them. I love the um, word density of Stephen Sondheim, just how he fits. So many words in one sentence mm-hmm. and Weird Al because it was my introduction to comedy music. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So did you ever uh, uh, do any of the Gilmore songs in your shows? No. No. <laughs> I did not even think of that. <laughs> Our shows are like, they're really R-rated. They're very, um, yeah, they're they're for adults. They're very. Where, uh, do, you, yeah. where, do, you, where do you perform? We performed in Nashville a bunch at Zany's. Oh, um, really? Just like, yeah, just comedy clubs and theaters and just everywhere. We've performed in Australia. And Do you have an agent and you go on tours and that kind of thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. So, wow, what kind of venues are you playing? What kind of crowds are you Mostly playing? just comedy clubs. Mostly, okay. you know, like five or 600 people and we do like four shows in a weekend, something like that. It's so fun. We've been on hiatus, though, because of um, COVID right. and we haven't gotten back into it, but I'm really wanting to are you gonna play around la you're gonna you know get uh, knock the rust off in la venues and i just started playing solo songs around la just oh, you did two, just two weeks ago yeah really i'm this is like yeah this is nothing to do with gilmore girls but i'm trying to write a, a musical about fertility and so i was just like playing the songs in comedy clubs just because i don't know why not why not and seeing how they go because they're funny they're supposed to be funny oh man it's really niche People do not expect that when I walk out. I'm like, so this is about being infertile. <laughs> Here we go. And then I just like, just begin. And I'm like, oh, well, you, you bought a ticket. Because <laughs> you have to sit there. <laughs> well. Um, when do you go to Nashville? Well, I don't know. I, I was supposed to be. God, I, I, I've delayed this so many times because of work. Uh, work always comes up and. Gets the way I'm all excited to get down there because it's uh, it's Warner Chapel that wants me to come down and nice. and work with some of their artists and I just like why me you know what are you talking about and, you are know. you start you having like a little bit of the imposter voices yeah yeah I think that's good right it's good to be like nervous or to be like because then it makes you be like it, it makes you like want to be excellent if you're like if you don't doubt yourself at all I feel like that's bad. <laughs> You got to be like, 
can I do this? Can I do this? Because it makes you like step up and like crush. No, but I know like, when I'm writing my stuff, what is absolute shite and right. <laughs> what is sort of decent and what is, you know, the rare one that's like, oh, that's, you know, that could do something. That that mm-hmm. that could be something. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I, I hope I have time to go do it. I really want to go do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm really curious about the experience and they want me to play at the Bluebird Cafe and I'm terrified. I'm like, no, I'm not going to. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, if we strike tomorrow, you'll have time. I guess I will. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) You'll find out tomorrow if you have time. Maybe we'll, we'll cross paths on the road. Yeah, Um, exactly. Oh, that sounds so fun though. Yeah. What kind of music do you play? Um, well, I, you know, I, I really like writing for a band. (laughs) Okay. Cause there's just so many options and so many sounds and, you know, there's so many genres you can mix with a band and with a synthesizer and with this and the, you know, and a Fender and Stratocaster and you know, all kind. Of, that's the kind of uh, alchemy that I like to sort of try to come up with. Um, but the only time I've ever toured was with the uh, two acoustic guitars, a guitar, a really great guitar player backing me up and me singing. And I, I don't like singing. Um, you don't I, well I don't think I'm very good at it and I'm not very good at it either but I enjoy it I'm like a b minus I'm like for some reason it doesn't bother me but you enjoy it mm-hmm. see I'm, I'm as good as I need to be for comedy songs okay because that's the thing it's it's yeah. the jokes right right like gotta, I'm not getting on Broadway anytime soon but I'm, as, I'm I can tell the punchlines I just well enough with my voice you know, I, and I really worked on my voice at one point and got it in great shape. And I was going to this coach and he was charging me all kinds of money. And he had these <laughs> great voice building techniques and they worked. And I was just singing out. And I was like, wow. And I, I mean, I have to do that to sound passable. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to be great. Right. And then you hear like great singers. And you're like, well, you know, they work at it too. And some of them don't. They just like roll out yeah. of bed. They can do that. I'm like, I sh- I shouldn't do this. These these people are gifted. You know, these- it does sort of bum me out when I'm around a like a a real singer because I yeah. I'm I'm writing you know this musical right now and when I make the demos I'll make them myself first and then I'm like what if I hire and then I have this like sort of you know stable of demo singers I'll hire one of them and I'm like well now it's so much better <laughs> like well, that, that sucks because it is way 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 better right. like they, and they just sing it once and I'm like. Well, I guess we should do it twice if, since you're here. Right, but right, right. <laughs> for me, I've got like 30 takes and I'm editing and trying to make it sound okay. And But it's like, it's just, if that's what you wanted to be in life, that's that's what I should have done or be, that's what people should do <laughs> from the time they're a kid and then they're like in their 20s and they're doing it and they've, yep. you know, they're, they know how to do this and to conjure yeah. the, the, you know, the, the muse and to go out there and it's just, I don't know. It's just hard now. Yeah. Some people just have that gift. And it's just they, they, they have to do it. That's the thing. Yeah. They have yeah. to do it. They can't yeah. not do it. I feel like I was given like a sprinkle of every gift and I'm like, well, I'll still do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'll be a B minus at 15 things. Don't worry. You know, I'm like, I can't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Man, I wish I could be a B minus at one of them. Jeez. Um, <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, so you know what? Let's have you back on because we, you know, we'll talk more music. We'll talk all these. Gosh, look at all your your resume. It's very very impressive. 
It's a it's a lot of B minus stuff everywhere. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> some of it's good. Some, some things, sometimes I'm okay. <laughs> so, do you, so how do we find out where you are playing? Um, just on my Instagram or my website. Okay, so you'll announce, "Hey, yeah. I'm going to be at the comedy store t- mm-hmm. Friday night. Come see me." Yes. You know, this yes. kind of thing. All right. Good. Yes. All right. I, I may, oh, it's so nice talking to you. I I'm may so show excited. up one night. I, I'm, oh, yeah, that would be awesome. I'm really intrigued. I love to laugh, and I love <laughs> singers and writers and the whole thing. I think it's that great. That would be awesome. I would love that. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, so uh, nice to meet you. And uh, good luck with everything. Thank you, you too. And I hope I can uh, find a show and find the time to come out and see it because it would be a, a real gas. I would love that. All right, cool. <laughs> okay, nice All to right, meet Ricky, you. All right, Ricky. Nice Bye. talking to you. Bye. Follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.